0: Hi, and welcome to Wellness with Lana. I'm Lana, your realistic wellness bestie, here to discuss everything from nutrition and fitness to mental health and fun. Join me every weekend for an episode that is entertaining, educational, and can help you become the best version of yourself. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy that you decided to click on and listen in. If you are new and extra special, welcome to you, whether you found me through social media, scrolling through Spotify or Apple, or just like randomly got a text from a friend or someone you know who referred to this podcast, welcome. And if you're returning, as always, hugs and kisses. I am so proud of this little boss babe community just growing and let's keep growing, guys. Let's Let's just keep uplifting each other and becoming the happiest and healthiest versions of ourselves. All right. So make sure to follow this podcast in all of my socials. It's all linked down below. Literally everything you want to know about me, where you can find me, all linked right down below. And if you really liked this episode or, you know, by the end of it, be sure to give this a rating, give it a review. If you're watching this via Spotify or Apple, that really helps to just push out this podcast to other people so we can grow the community and just provide all of these wellness boss babes with some good podcast content for their hot girl walks, for their cleaning sessions, whatever. So let's first set the mood. So it is currently like 6 p.m. on a Saturday evening. It is such good weather out right now. It is around 60 degrees. So you bet that I am going to be going on a hot girl walk right when I'm done recording this podcast. Um, But the weather really warmed up in Minnesota. So I woke up, um, did some Pilates, went to work, and now I am here. And I'm recording this before I go and just enjoy the good weather because literally a week ago it was snowing in Minnesota so I'm very very happy that the sun is out and it is warm to the point where I don't need to wear a coat like that is the first time I don't have to wear a coat outside in like almost I would say like almost five months like it feels so long but yes I'm so so happy for going outside and just the warmer weather a high of this week so a high of this week is the fact that this weather is warmer um, I just for me, the weather puts me in such a good mood, and I just I love being outside. I love eating outside. I love walking outside. I like doing a lot of things outside, um, studying outside, reading. um they're all just fantastic things to do. And then a low is, I like, kind of congested, I think with the warmer weather came a lot of allergies. So last week, if you listened to the episode, you would know that I was like almost sick. Well, I never got sick officially, so that is good. But now I have allergies, so it's almost worse because I hate when I get congested. I feel like I can't breathe properly. So if I'm breathing a little extra loud today, if I sound a little nasally, I am so, so sorry. It is just allergies with this new weather. All right. So Spring is here and, you know, I'm bursting out of winter. Like you literally see me. I'm just glowing because I am so happy that there is not 30 degree days anymore. I see that there's a light at the end of this tunnel and it was a very cold and snowy tunnel for us up here in Minnesota. And I feel like There's a lot to get done in the spring. I feel like people are more active. The weather is nicer. And sometimes you forget to do your spring cleaning. You forget to do a little spring reset. And I feel like the years that I didn't really do a spring reset, I felt really unprepared and a little discombobulated. I don't even know if that's a word, but I felt very unprepared for the summer ahead because summer tends to be even busier than spring for me. And I bet a lot of you can relate. So for me, having a healthy girl reset for the spring is just so, so vital. And I view spring as rebirth. I view it as refocusing and almost recalibrating because I feel like after our New Year's resolutions, we sometimes forget about them and... I feel like spring is a good time to kind of go back, reflect on your past goals, maybe update them if things changed, if maybe you have different goals now, maybe something happened and you don't want to build a company this year, maybe it's going to be in a five-year plan, like things change and that's why I think having a spring reset is really important and also things just pile up during the winter, I feel like you don't have as much motivation to like clean and get rid of clothing and do all of this, but now that it's spring Now that, you know, the weather is nicer, there's more sun, you have a little more motivation to do everything. And I think that, you know, with the days that are longer and the birds that are chirping and the mornings, the early mornings that are not so dark and just everything is better. And, you know, for me going outside and walking rather than on a treadmill, it's just better and it just screams spring and summer for me. And so it's so important to have this. So I want to enjoy everything that spring has to offer, but I can't enjoy everything that spring has to offer if I'm still holding on to habits and beliefs and clothing and clutter from the winter. And I think a lot of us can relate that. I know on social media or other podcasts that are very similar to mine that I love and I listen to, but they always say, just show up as your future you. And I always like to say you can't. You can't show up as your future self if you have other things holding you back. If you have old habits that are holding you back, old beliefs that are holding you back, how can you show up as your future self if there is so much holding you back? And that is why I think a healthy girl spring race is important because you are going to be changing up your habits, looking at your current routine, looking at your closet, looking at everything within your life and trimming it down cleaning it up and just trying to prepare yourself for the best and the healthiest spring and summer yet. So let's talk about all the different ways that we can have our healthy girl spring resets together. Okay, so we are going to be cleaning both our inside and our outside for this spring. So first let's focus on cleaning the outside. Because I feel like our outside space, our outside situations really show what's going on in our mind. And having a cluttered room, a cluttered closet, cluttered plans, I feel like that just hinders you from becoming the happiest and healthiest version of yourself. So first, of course, the closet. Now, I think most girls can relate to this, but like, things just pile up in there and you don't know where they come from. A good old-fashioned spring cleaning can go a long way making your closet feel less cluttered and a little more open. Not to mention that getting rid of some of the old winter clothing and cycling through to your spring and your summer pieces just make things feel a little bit more like spring, even if the weather is not perfect. I think the first thing to do is to clean out all of the current clothing in your closet, especially focus on the winter pieces. When you're putting them into storage or maybe you're putting them like in further drawers down your closet, ask yourself, did you wear this often? Did you like wearing it? Did it make you feel confident? Did it fit right? Because if you're wearing something that doesn't fit right anymore or you just like never really touched it because maybe it's not your style or you just didn't really have anywhere to wear it, then get rid of it. And I know it's so hard because in the back of your mind, you're like, well, maybe Next year, I'll have this party to go to and then that's where I can wear this fancy dress. I promise you that you're probably not going to want to take an old dress. You're going to want to purchase something new for a party. So... If the garment has not been used or just you don't wear it often, get rid of it. Sell it on Poshmark, Depop, so go give it to Goodwill, give it to a sibling, give it to a friend. If it's in good condition and you know you can sell it and make money, this is also a good way to have some extra money for your spring and summer wardrobe that is coming up. Also, get rid of the things that are a little bit shabby, the things that are overworn. So obviously store the winter pieces that you wear often, but they're still in good condition. Now, like all of us, we have some pieces that are extremely shabby to the point where there is holes and there is like stains where the armpit is. Like these things you probably over wore. Get rid of them, probably throw them away, recycle them, maybe use them as like rags or something to clean just get rid of that shabby clothing because it is not going to do you any good to be wearing clothing that has like literal holes in. And I feel like after you finish kind of cleaning out your winter wardrobe, now it is time to bring in the spring and the summer wardrobe. So for me, I just generally move my winter stuff into containers kind of near the bottom of my closet and I pull my spring and summer stuff out so then I have easier access to get them. Now, when it comes to pulling out the spring and summer stuff, I still have to go through it because I might have cleaned it like in the fall when I was kind of reverse doing this, where I was putting away the spring stuff and taking out the winter stuff. But now it's in reverse. Now I have to look at the new spring stuff that I'm pulling out and asking myself, A, is it still my style? Because we humans are different. The Alana from last year is very different from the Alana this year. So I think it's very important to. Ask yourself, like, is this still my style? Would I wear it? Also try it on. I know there's probably like a lot of pressure, I feel like, for women to constantly stay the same size. And over a year, a lot of things can change. Your body can fluctuate. And so if something doesn't fit you, if a pair of jeans don't fit you, if something that you normally wore a lot the previous year doesn't fit you, that's okay. Don't go on crazy diets. Don't freak out. Just get rid of it, sell it, give it to a younger sibling. Don't hold on to clothing that doesn't serve you. Because remember, clothing should fit you, not the other way around. And our bodies are always changing. We are always changing as people. So holding on to the same pair of jeans probably isn't beneficial or realistic. And again, sometimes it's not just like the physical things that change, but it's also like mentally, maybe your style changed a lot. I know my style is constantly changing and evolving, and sometimes I wear really, really different things, but that's what makes me feel good. And so if you had a change of style over the past year, that's okay. Just get rid of the clothing, sell it, um, give it to a shelter, just do something to provide some extra space within your closet for your new spring wardrobe. Now that we have cleaned out Both our winter wardrobe and stored that away and then brought out our spring and summer wardrobe and organized into what we wanted versus what we don't really want or doesn't fit anymore. Now it is time to shop. Now, I would argue that you have to shop extremely smart because if you're anything like me, You really do enjoy shopping sometimes and you go into a mall or online and you get so overwhelmed. There are so many options and everything is trendy and cute and you want to purchase it all. But unfortunately, that's not good for the environment. I really recommend for you to go through your, you know, spring, summer closet and see like, do I need more basic tank tops? Do I need more t-shirts? Maybe do I need um, a dress or two for, you know, Sunday church? Do I need more shorts? ask yourself what you need and write it down. I feel like when you have a list, you're a little more disciplined into what you are purchasing. You're a little more cautious of what you're buying because I feel like with new seasons comes a lot of new styles, which is great. But again, remember that a lot of the things that you tend to purchase impulsively don't actually ever end up worn on your body. I feel like the things that I see on a store or on a mannequin, I'm like, that's so cute. I'm gonna buy it. I tend to wear it less than the basics that I knew I need and I know I wear. So make sure that what you're purchasing is stuff on your list, stuff that you need. Obviously, once in a while, something hits, maybe you're thrifting and you find something so cute, that's okay, but it shouldn't become a habit. Otherwise, you're like not doing good for your wallet or for the planet. Also, as a little bonus tip, go through your socks, your underwear, your bras, your tights, Your, like, undergarments go through it all because if you are anything like me, you, like, never buy things, so they're so old. There can be holes in my socks and my pajamas have, like, tears in them. Like, these things are old, so make sure to get rid of the things that are stained and are old and bring in the new always purchasing new bras and underwear and pajamas are just good ways to make yourself feel good. And who would turn down like buying a new cute PJ set or a new cute bra? Like who would turn that down? Because honestly, I feel like it gives you a little bit of confidence as well. Next is spring cleaning your room. Now on the topic of organizing, do an entire room organization. And I mean it all go under your bed and clean through your desk and Dust off the shelves, vacuum, put away that pile of laundry that has been sitting in the corner of your room for a very, very long time. I know we have all dealt with the pile of laundry. So I know that if you're not a big fan of room cleaning, this can be a big deal. Like washing the sheets and dusting and vacuuming, it's a lot. However, if you are either not a fan of cleaning or you're really busy like me and you don't have like a full day to clean... I like to set up cleaning and organizing my room into like little tasks. I'll put on some music or a good podcast and do just, 30 minutes of something or 20 minutes. It doesn't have to be super long. Maybe one day I'll clean under the bed. The next day I'll vacuum and change the sheets. It doesn't have to be all on one day. It can be spread out through multiple days. And not only is this, I think a little more realistic than like expecting yourself to clean everything within one day, but I feel like it just makes everything a little more feasible and a little less overwhelming. I know rooms can definitely get messy over the winter, so this is a great way to tackle and spring reset your entire room. Now, don't forget about the bathroom. I know the bathrooms are the suckiest thing to clean, okay? Like, the closets are pretty fun because you kind of get to try and clothing, and the desks are okay, but cleaning your bathroom absolutely sucks. Like, cleaning your shower, you're, like, getting wet as you're cleaning your shower. It sucks. Cleaning your toilet is not fun, but... There are things we have to do. Clean through it, your shower, your bathtub, your toilet, your sinks. Disinfect them all as well. Make sure there's no mold growing on them. And then I love to also go through all of my skincare, all of my hair care, just all of that body care and making sure that all of the products that I'm putting on my face and on you know, my hair isn't hasn't gone bad. A lot of face masks tend to go bad, so always double check that. Wash your makeup brushes because I know you probably haven't washed them in since like you bought them pretty much. So definitely wash those. Go through your makeup, maybe throughout the things that are, you know, overused or you just don't use anymore and maybe have a running list of things you need to restock. Like maybe you need some new mascara or some new concealer. Just make sure that you also are taking note of what you need to restock so you're not frantically running to like Ulta or Sephora because you ran out of your favorite mascara. Once everything is cleaned, my favorite thing to do is to go to Trader Joe's and pick up a bouquet of fresh flowers. I love tulips. I love roses, but something to just brighten up my room. And I know they only last for like a week, but I don't know that week. I love my room because you just have this like little beautiful view of nature. I absolutely love flowers and they're honestly one of my favorite gifts. Like I don't really need jewelry. I don't really want chocolate. I don't really want like clothing. I need flowers and sometimes gift cards, but mostly flowers. All right. So whether or not you go to school or work, everyone has a bag or multiple bags. For example, I have a backpack for school. I have a bag for work and I have multiple purses to go out for errands or church or whatever. So this is also the time to go through your backpack, your work bags and everything, your gym bag. Go through it all because there are a lot of random things you will find in your backpack or bag. So I like to go through all of my smaller purses and then also clean out my backpack a little bit and my work bag to make sure that I'm not like hoarding all of this trash and things that just don't need to be in there and making my backpack so much heavier than it actually needs to be. Also, clean out your phone. I think people don't talk about cleaning out your phone, but I feel like things can get really cluttered in there. Uninstall the apps that don't serve you. For example, if there's a social media app that perhaps is not the best for you, I know a lot of people have been talking about uninstalling TikTok, do it. If there are other apps or just contacts, especially, I feel like sometimes you need to delete old contacts, delete that boy that does not deserve to be texting with you, my babe. Um, Just delete old contacts, delete old photos that you don't need, delete old apps, delete what you don't need and just clean up your phone. I also like to be a little cautious around the springtime and summer of my screen time. Set a screen time limit, set limits on all of your apps and have the discipline to not go into the app once the limit is up. I want you to be enjoying the beautiful outdoor weather rather than sitting in your room and scrolling. Also, just maybe get a new wallpaper just to inspire you every time you look on your phone. I love going through Pinterest and finding cute new wallpapers and just organizing all of my apps in like little folders and making things a little more organized within my phone. Next, we're going to organize and spring clean our personal plans, our goals, and just general organization. So I have a unhealthy attachment to my paper planner, but that thing has everything. It has all of my homework assignments, all of my appointments, my workout schedule, everything. I love my planner. I also like to plan in time to just take care of myself and be doing a little bit of self-care, doing a little pamper session. Make sure that you are updating and keeping yourself organized through time blocking and planning things in Make sure to plan in fun things and going outside and enjoying the weather as well. Don't just plan, plan, plan work and homework because that is going to burn you out, my babe. Also, if you are more into like the digital planning, obviously use Notion, use Google Calendar, whatever makes you plan and just be productive. Use that. Make sure you're staying on top of your planning game, but also planning in lots of fun and relaxing activities for yourself to enjoy. Also, let's organize our money. Now, hot girls organize their finances and we're really good at it. Make sure that you are making, you know, contributions to a savings account, contributions to like maybe a trip you're saving up for. Also make sure that you are aware of where you're spending because sometimes I have to dial back on the Starbucks after class because the Starbucks is like right there after class. How convenient. And just be a little more aware of where all of my money is going. Also this is a really good time to look at all of your goals. Look at the past, you know, 2023 resolutions. What have you already achieved? What are you trying to achieve? And what are the things that you completely fell off on? I know for me, I like to kind of recalibrate my New Year's resolutions, see that maybe, you know, something isn't serving me or I need to add more. Maybe I want to have a different goal, maybe I don't know, I may I have something else that I want to add to my New Year's resolutions. So Check out your new year's resolutions that you wrote a couple of months ago. See what are the things that you've done and that will make you feel accomplished. But also don't forget to check off the things that you are still working on and add in some new goals. If you're really overwhelmed with all of these goals, I totally get you and having a planner and you having goals all at the same time can definitely help. What you need to do is you need to break down your goals into bite-sized pieces and put that in your planner. That way you will achieve your goal no matter what, because it's in your planner and it's something you are going to do. And finally, we're going to spring clean yourself. Now I think spring is like the ultimate self-care time. It is a time to just shine. It is a time to put on a face mask and take care of your nails and make sure everything is just on point. So I like to have a hair appointment, have nail appointments, do bubble baths at home, make sure I'm doing the shower and shaving and exfoliating and moisturizing, doing all the things that make me feel the best. I also do love to get some new perfumes just to get that spring scent in the air. So take care of yourself and, you know, clean yourself, making sure that, you know, your skin is clean, your nails are clean, your hair is clean and done. Just making sure that you are doing things, self-care things that will make you the happiest and healthiest version of yourself. Hi, wellness bestie. I just wanted to let you know that the Healed Eating Disorder Recovery Journal has just been launched by me. I created the journal that I wished I had during my eating disorder recovery. It is 75 days of empty meal plans to make sure you are fueling your body. Water trackers, emotional check-ins, intuitive eating training, different daily recovery challenges, journal prompts, along with weekly chat sessions where I answer commonly asked questions about eating disorder recovery. You can purchase it by clicking the link below. It is affordable, but to make sure it's even more affordable, use the code Wellness with wellnesswithlanapod, all caps and no spaces to get an extra 20% off. Let's get back into the episode. Next is spring cleaning for your inside. Now, I think we cleaned our spaces, we cleaned everything we are. We have our planners, we have our goals, we are ready. But now we need to clean our insides as well. So I think the first thing that I like to do for the spring is having a little spring clean out for our beliefs and our habits. So I think it's very easy during the winter to kind of forget about healthy habits. And sometimes, you know, you have your healthy habits and you fall off the wagon. Sometimes you... Pick up bad old habits that you have had in the past. So, I think it's a good time to explore your habits, your routines, see what is serving you, see what is not. I really do love the book Atomic Habits. Such a good book for building healthy habits, but check out the habits that you currently have, see what you want to keep, see what you want to get rid of, see what you want to add, and just slowly start incorporating these new habits and getting rid of the old. I also really like to spring clean out my beliefs. So, Sometimes I feel like during the winter or just during life in general, we start to hold on to beliefs that aren't necessarily true, but because we completely believe them, it manifests throughout our entire life. So I would really recommend for you to see how do you talk to yourself? Maybe that's a really good journaling prompt. Journal about how have you talked to yourself throughout the past couple months? You know, what are the words you always say to yourself? Do you you call yourself beautiful in the mirror or do you just pick apart your flaws? Do you view yourself as capable, intelligent, or do you think that you're dumb and will never be able to understand something? How you talk to yourself really, really does matter. It goes straight into your subconscious. It becomes who you are. So make sure you are talking kindly to yourself and letting go of beliefs that don't add to your life. During this time, also start adding in beliefs that will add to your life. Make sure to constantly have positive affirmations saying, I'm beautiful. I am confident. I am strong. Also faith. Now, if you're not religious, it's okay. You don't need to do this, but because I'm a Christian, I find that the spring is a really good time to get reconnected and praying in just reading the Bible and having a really big fire for God. I think for me during the winter, like it ebbs and flows and I stick with the discipline of reading the Bible and praying, but sometimes it becomes more of something to check off rather than something to like hunker down and really start developing a relationship with God. Having a relationship with God changed the game in so many aspects for me because I found that my identity is through Christ and not through the things that I do or how good I look one day or the way my body looks like it's my identity is through Christ and it really does ground me. The spring is a good time to meditate, to pray, to have devotional. And I recently purchased the Live on Purpose devotional by Sadie Robertson. Like I love that devotional and It's just so nice to reconnect with your faith, especially if the winter is generally a tougher and busier time for you and you just kind of got a little busy and carried away with other things. This is your sign to get reconnected with your relationship with God. He wants to get to know you. We're also going to spring reset food and our relationship with food. Now, I think that 2023, like the beginning of it, the new year, you might have like a diet or something and then you fall off. And generally, I feel like a lot of people do struggle with their relationship with food around the spring because there's so much going on about changing your body for the summer. And while I completely respect people that are trying to change their body for the summer, as last week's episode, episode 47, talked all about changing your body for the summer, but in healthy and sustainable ways. But at the same time, you can't lose a healthy relationship with food. When you don't have a healthy relationship with food, everything literally goes down the drain. You can't have fun with your friends during the summer or get spontaneous ice cream with your little sister because you're so scared of the calories or the fat, the amount of fat or the amount of sugar, like it destroys you. You might have like the perfect body, but like it literally, you're not going to have a good summer. So make sure that you're using the spring to reconnect with your relationship with food eat mindfully, try to learn to eat intuitively, make sure that you're nourishing your body. And I know that intuitive eating, and I can definitely make further episodes on this, is definitely a tricky subject for a lot of people. Also, start to notice what your body craves. Our body craves different things. And if you've been into intuitive eating for a while, you would know this already. During the seasons, our body craves different things. So I feel like in the winter you crave more heartier, warmer, comforting foods, but in the spring and summer, you want that light, fresh salad, those fresh fruits. So make sure that you are playing into those cravings and nourishing your body with the ways that it wants to be nourished. Every single day, every single week is different, but that's the beauty of intuitive eating. And finally changing through the inside, we are going to be talking about movement. Now, during the spring and summer, my types of movement definitely changes. In the winter, I'm definitely a gym girl. I am grinding, I am pulling out those weights. But in the spring and summer, I slow down for many reasons. First is I'm kind of done with like my muscle building bro phase. And second, the weather is nicer. So I tend to do a lot of body weight Pilates exercises, specifically doing them outside because it just makes my body feel so good. I also like to walk outside and run outside. I think you can tell a theme that I like to be outside. Sometimes I'll switch it up with a group fitness class. I like cycling and spinning. Those are really fun classes. And, you know, switch it up for the spring. See what you want to do. Maybe you're going to spend more time outside walking and running and doing whatever that makes your body just feel good. Just like with food, make sure that you're intuitive with your you know, intuitive with your movement. If you feel really exhausted, don't push yourself to go run extra because that's not going to make you feel good. You want to move because it literally just makes your body feel good, not depleted or not energized. Okay. So I'm going to wrap up the episode right here, but before we do, I'm going to do a quick Q and a with Lana. This week's question is what has been your favorite memory since choosing recovery? Now, if you don't know, I did recover from an eating disorder about a year or two ago, a year. I don't really remember. It's been a while, but I think my favorite memory is just being able to eat without constantly overthinking it. I think this is something I'm still struggling with today, but like being able to eat like a dessert and not overthink it and not let it consume my mind and also being able to wake up in the morning and the first thing in my mind is what am I going to do today? Like, how is the day going to go? How am I going to move my body? Do I have, you know, any exciting things rather than what am I going to eat? Because that was literally the thing. The number one thing on my mind is am I going to overeat? What am I going to eat? Should I skip this meal? Like that was the only thing running through my mind when I had an eating disorder. So it's really nice to like not think about that anymore Um, It's just really freeing. So if you're in recovery um, or, you know, you want to start recovery, do it. It is the hardest but most satisfying journey of your entire life. And you will become a better, stronger, more beautiful person afterwards. I promise you. So make sure to follow and subscribe to this podcast, give it a rating, give a, a review Also, make sure to follow all of my socials linked down below and don't forget about the Healed Eating Disorder Recovery Journals that you can find down below using the code onelesswithlanapod for an extra discount and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.